Hi everybody, hope you are well. Thank you again for joining us today for this time of worship. Really appreciate you taking time to do this. This is the part of our Sunday gathering where I just have the opportunity to spend a few minutes and share from the Word of God. Really grateful that I've got the opportunity to do that. So thank you so much for your time and your attention. I really appreciate that. I hope you are doing well. Hey, today I want to share with you a message called 2020 Observation. Hey, what a year this has been. Oh my goodness. It has been the most unusual year, the most incredible year. I think the word unprecedented has been used an unprecedented number of times. That has been, it's been one of those years where people have just had the most crazy year to date. And I want to just offer some of my personal observations. It's not like these are these are the only observations. These, I've got four observations today that I'd like to share with you, and hopefully they'll bless you. So let me pray with you for a moment. I'd like to share a few thoughts with you after that from the Word of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to gather together like this. We love your presence. We love your Word. We love the, the gathering together of your church. And we pray today you will speak to us through your Word, and we make this prayer in Jesus' name. So, like I said, I've got four observations, 2020 observations, and my first observation is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11. So let's take a minute to go there, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11. This is what it says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Let me read that again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. My first observation is this. We all need each other. I mean, this year has shown how much we need people. Uh, This year, we have appreciated NHS workers more than we've ever done. This year, we've really appreciated supermarket workers than we've ever done. This year, we have appreciated the privilege and the joy we have of coming together as church. All of a sudden, it was taken away and we missed it. This year, we have appreciated what it means just to receive a phone call from people. I remember going and visiting some people during lockdown and they said, oh, it's been three or four days since we've seen anybody. And all of a sudden, we realize we're not meant to be islands. We're not meant to be living lives in isolation. We're not meant to isolate ourselves. And and I've often observed that when the enemy wants to bring you down, the first thing the enemy will do, it will isolate you. You think, oh man, I'm not a good person. I'm in in a bad place. Oh, I have sinned. I've messed up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to bury my head in the sand. I'm just going to spend my time by myself. I'm just going to cut off from everyone. And uh, that way, I'm just going to wait for this season to pass and I'll be okay soon enough. Listen, my friend, if you're right now thinking about that, please don't do it. We all need each other. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11 says, Encourage one another. Build one another up, just as you are doing. What does that mean? That means your encouragement, the word encouragement is to put courage inside, encouragement. Your encouragement depends on you connecting with somebody else. Build one another up. What does that mean? That means there is an aspect of you that will not be built up if you do not connect. 
encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. <coughs> Excuse me. So that's my first observation. We all need one another. Here's my second observation. My second observation is found in Philippians chapter 4, starting from verse 10. So let's turn there. Philippians chapter 4, starting from verse 10. This is what it says. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In every and any circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty, of facing hunger, of facing abundance, and facing need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. My second observation is this, that contentment is great gain. The Bible says contentment with godliness is great gain. Paul says, I know what it is to have plenty. I know what it is to have nothing. I know what it is to have a lot. I know what it is to have hung, and I know what it is to go hungry. And he says, whatever the case, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You see, this year has been one of those years where we've had to learn contentment. Some of the things we wanted to do, we can't do. A lot of people who booked holidays, they couldn't go on holidays. A lot of people who wanted things their way, couldn't have it. And things like that can either help you get to a place of realizing that contentment is a great gift. Paul says, I have learned the secret of being content. Contentment is a secret, my friends. You can't just learn it from anywhere. It's a secret that's learned. And one of my observations about 2020 is that I have observed people who have lost a lot, lost a lot financially, lost a lot emotionally, lost a lot relationally. And I have found that certain people have discovered the secret of being content. They've not lost their joy. They've not lost their faith. They've lost, not lost the spring in their step. If anything, it has energized them. It has empowered them. They're like, let's go. It's not because everything's going right. But Paul says, you know what? I've had some dark times. But here's my observation, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I think one of the things this year has taught us is that whether we have plenty or whether we have little, whether we have lots of rice and pasta and toilet paper or we don't, that we have to make a decision that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's my second observation, that contentment with godliness is great gain. Here's my third observation. It's found in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22 and 23. So let's turn there for a moment. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22 and 23. Let me read it for you. This is what it says. God put all things under the feet of Jesus. And he put Jesus as the head over all things to the church. The church is his body, the fullness of him who fills all and is in all. The observations for 2020 is this. The church is more than a building. The church 
is more than a building. This has been one of those incredible years where our buildings have been closed. But the whole world has realized that the church is more than a building. We have seen up and down in this country and many other countries where people have provided, food banks have been activated, practical helps have been given, prayer support has been mobilized, people have met. It is not like the building is closed, a Church opened in every home up and down the country. Why? Because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1 that the church is not a building. The church is the body of Christ. And the body of Christ cannot be closed. The body of Christ cannot be in lockdown. The body of Christ cannot go into recession. The body of Christ cannot be thwarted by anything. Why? Because the head of the body of Christ is Jesus himself. And he died and he was raised. And the Bible says God made him to be the head of that body. It's been the most incredible year for churches all over the world where we've realized, you know what? We miss gathering together. We miss seeing people's faces. We miss worshiping together. But you can't kill the church. You can't shut the church. You can't chain the church. You can't shackle the church. You can't limit the church because the church is not a building. The church is the body of Christ. 2020 observations have observed that truly this year we have proven that through all of the limitations that have been placed on us. Look at us just doing this right now. Wearing masks probably. Probably still adhering to social distancing regulations. Maybe watching me on a screen instead of watching me in person. Even with all of the limitations we have had, one of the things we've observed about 2020 is this. The church is not a building. The church is alive The church is well. It is still full of fire of the Holy Spirit. Why? Not because of us, but because of who rules the church. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. Here's my last observation. And with this this I close. And that last observation is found in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 21. So let's turn there to Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 21. This is what it says. Let me read it for you. It says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Observation number four, agility is a great strength. To be flexible is a great strength. The Bible says, Solomon says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Man, I can look back at 2020 and think of the plans we've made. We're thinking, right, this is the plan. And then the government rules change. And we had to adapt. And, oh, no, this is the plan. What's the plan on lockdown? What's the plan on social distancing? How many people can we meet? What's the risk assessment for this? All the things I had to do in leading church. And all the things you had to do in leading your business, your work, your family. I'm sure this had to be one of those years where you just had to be flexible. And we cannot come to the end of the year and go, oh, man, I had planned this, but it's gone. It's not gone according to plan. I had this plan. It hasn't gone according to plan. According to the Bible in Proverbs 19 we can plan a lot of things but the one thing that cannot change is the purpose of the Lord and the purpose of the Lord stands forever so there were lots of things we planned this year I mean we planned for launch Sunday 
Do you remember that? Those of us who are part of Beacon Church family, I remember getting ready for launch Sunday. It was going to be in March, but a couple of weeks before launch Sunday, we went into lockdown because of a new virus we'd never heard about, COVID-19. But guess what? That plan may have delayed, but the one thing that has not delayed is the purpose of God. The purpose of God has not been delayed, locked down, restricted, or diminished. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. An observation for 2020 is that agility is great strength. Can I encourage you not to get discouraged if life hasn't gone according to your plan? Can I encourage you not to get downhearted if things have not really worked out the way you thought things were going to work out this year? Maybe you've had some setbacks, but I want to encourage you, the purpose of God still stands. The purpose of God concerning your life still stands. Because there is no virus, there is no recession, there is no setback, there is no unseen curveball that can stand in the way of the purpose of God. And the purpose of God, my friend, still stands. Why don't you believe that today? So let me recap for you very quickly my four observations about 2020. Observation number one, we need each other. Please, please, please do not do life on your own. Connect with one another. Do not live in isolation. We need one another to encourage each other, to build up one another. Number two, contentment with godliness is great gain. Paul says, I have plenty, I have little, it doesn't matter. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Number three, the church is more than a building. Why? Because Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and he is the head of the church and that church cannot be in lockdown. And number four, agility and flexibility is great strength because we can plan a lot of things, but the purpose of God will always be established. So if your plans have not gone according to the way you thought it would go, remember The purpose of God still stands. 2020 is still worth celebrating. 2020 is still a year to look back and say, God, I thank you for that year. Things may not have gone according to plan, but your purpose has stood firm. Let me pray for you that you will have the assurance as you're facing a brand new year, that this year has been a year of the purpose of God. Maybe not according to your plan, but the purpose of God has been established and that next year will be one of the greatest years you've ever lived in your life. Let's pray together. Father, we want to thank you for this year. We want to thank you for the gift of each other. We pray that we will live with intentional connection with one another. We pray, God, that you'll use us to encourage one another and build one another up. We thank you that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, whether we have little or we have plenty. We thank you that the church is more than a building, Jesus. We thank you that you are our head, and we thank you that even though our plans sometimes may not happen the way we want it. We thank you that your purpose is always established. We thank you for 2020. Thank you for January to December, for every person, for every moment, for every week, for every day, for every time you've provided, you've come through, you've protected and kept us. We give you worship and we give you praise. We thank you for this year. Lord, we commit the next year into your hands. We thank you for incredible purpose and plans that will be unveiled for us, for your glory. And we make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
It wouldn't be amazing before the close of this year if you had not made a decision to follow Jesus. You made the decision right here, right now. You can do that very simple faith in your heart. All you have to do is believe in your heart that Jesus died and confess with your mouth that he was risen from the dead. I'd like to lead you in a very simple prayer. If you'd like to repeat those words after me with faith in your heart, I believe right now you can make a decision to follow Jesus. If you'd like to do that, why don't you pray with me, please? Say, Jesus... I believe that you died, that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours. From today, I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've made that prayer with very simple faith in your heart, you've made a decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ. I'd love to help you take your next steps, get to know you, connect with you. Why don't you reach out to us? Meet one of us. We'd love to help you. By the way, if there's anything we can do to serve you during this time, please remember we are here for you. This content, this video that you've just watched will be available to watch again online. If you want to do that or share it with a friend, it will be available as well. Thank you so much. May God bless you and Happy New Year to all of you. Thank you very much.